You're listening to the premier home of motorsports for nearly two decades. The Race Central Radio Show. Back on ESPN Radio 1600. Now, here is your host, one of the most respected motorsports voices in America. Motorsports Insider, Kurt Hansen. <laughs> hey, happy Friday in the Mile High City. You know the drill. It's Race Central. It's a drive from 3 to 5. I'm Motorsports Insider, Kurt Hansen, on a beautiful day here in the Mile High. At least it's not uh, like it was one week ago up at Vandermeer Speedway in the mid-90s. And uh, we've got a lot to lot to talk about today. It's, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about uh, the final ever. After 65 years of drag racing on the Hogback, uh, Thunder Mountain, whatever you uh, want to call it. But a lot to get to. Great to be back with all of you. we got a great show. We also, at any moment, should be joined by our Top Fuel winner from the last ever. Well, the last ever there, anyway. Uh, Mile High Nationals, as Clay Milliken should be joining us any moment, at least. We hope so. Uh, that, that's what the... Is on the on the docket, but a uh, very special weekend. It was, you know, it it was weird, uh, and not weird like in a in a bad way. Just uh, seeing so many faces and huge crowd. I mean, I believe the first time ever they have sold out all three days, and uh, that's a big deal. But also last weekend, because we'll 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 get to more Bandemir stuff. But we've got a lot of uh, a lot of things in the works for today's program. But a full a full docket of racing this weekend, as it is a fast Friday, so we uh, have nicknamed this little ditty that we do here. But um, you know, NASCAR's in Pocono. Martin Truex Jr., f- former uh, twenty seventeen champion with the Furniture Row guys, gets uh, really a kind of a snoozer win at uh, at Loudon. But we'll talk about that also. IndyCar doing the. You know, kind of doing the uh, Cheyenne uh, Frontier Days version of IndyCar, that big doubleheader uh, in the Hayfield. Actually, really, really neat track. And uh, the rock concerts galore with, I mean, you name it, the stars of stars. Pretty interesting concept. But we'll, we'll unpack that today in the program. NHRA now, as it's been known, the iconic, uh, uh, the Western Swing, which uh, y- years ago, it is always, always starts at Vandermeer Speedway. I mean, shocking, right? Um, and then would go to Sonoma, and then would wrap up in Seattle. But a little bit different uh, drill this year. They go from, and I, I think it was actually part of a scheduling thing because I know for our challenge, and they got a huge field uh, at Sonoma this weekend for for our challenge is at Sonoma, the former Infineon Raceway and the former. Sears Point International Raceway. And now just, uh, I think they just go by Race Sonoma, which is a beautiful track right in the middle of wine country. And Dreddy Winery uh, right, up the, right up the street also. Um, uh, yeah, just it's 30, 35 minutes from my back door uh, back in the day. So uh, but so they go, Bannimer Speedway, wrap that deal up. Milliken was your top fuel winner. Then, um, and a tough weekend for Leah. We'll talk about that. Uh, not, so, not so bad for Matt Hagen. Hagen won two years ago 
and we had him on the program two weeks ago just before they came here. And Matt has been on a hell of a run. And he came here as your points leader in Funny Car and uh, unpacked fast and just stayed fast all weekend and uh, picks up the Wally at the uh, at the final uh, NHRA Mile High Nationals on the Hogback. I say, pretty interesting weekend. Uh, IMSA, the International Motorsports Association, sports cars is on a first-name basis. They are at the beautiful track, Lime Rock, Connecticut, nestled up there in the mountains between all the rock quarries. And, I mean, just a beautiful, beautiful uh, racetrack. Uh, Formula One there in, in uh, Hungary. And lots going on there. And th- it, this is the time of the year we talk about the silly season. And holy cow. I, I, it's going to be laughing gas uh, abound because the silly season is really crazy in IndyCar. We'll talk a lot about that. Uh, a lot going on in NASCAR with silly season. A lot of drivers have already announced moves, some surprising, some not. Some sponsors have already moved on, which is is interesting, especially this. I mean, this is not really late in the season for NASCAR. But they'll wrap it up uh, the weekend of the 5th, 6th, and 7th of November down the little track in, in Phoenix in the Valley of the Sun. But IndyCar silly season is crazy. Formula One, there's already been moves there. Daniel Ricciardo back in Formula One after just two very strange years. But, um, yeah, so there's there's a lot of, where there's, as I said, say, where there's, there's fire, there's smoke. Or where there's smoke, there's fire, whichever one you want to use. But um, interesting time of the year. Very interesting time of the year. And uh, uh, on the uh, I'm still not okay list, uh, Simon Pagno after his big crash at Mid-Ohio. So Connor Daly back in the car for Simon. He's not cleared, been cleared yet, which is it's not a great sign. It's been three weeks since the crash. Uh, you know, they say they had a mild concussion, but obviously there, there's something else going on. Um, we'll see how that all plays out. And a lot of a lot of pissed off IndyCar fans, and, and I must, and I'm not one to rip on media because I, I am the media. I remember. Oh, you know what? I'll tell that story a little bit later. That's a good one. It happened in the Mile High National. It's pretty funny, but. Um, you know, it was we shot TV up there for four days. We shot a very special and really, really good show. Um, you know, I'm not sure what we're going to call it. The last dance, the last show, uh, maybe you know, history of the hog back. I don't know, but we shot. We were a special guest of Antron Brown and Justin Ashley. Ashley still your he goes into Bandimir as your top point, a top fuel points leader, leaves as the leader, even though uh, not a great weekend for Justin. But he did win the Mission Foods uh, shootout, so he picked up a couple points even though he did not get to the final round. Uh, Alexis DeJoria, the Bandolero tequila car, good weekend for her. She went to the finals against Matt and, uh, uh, you know, did not quite prevail. But, um, yeah, just a, a lot going on. I mean, not just as the season starts to matriculate maybe a little bit into the latter stages. I mean, it is just July. 
And as I said to Sydney before before we went on air, you know, Labor Day is like 45 days away. The official end of summer. I can't believe it. I just can't believe it. But, um, yeah, you know, when you look at all the race series right now, NASCAR, IMSA, IndyCar, NHRA, it's a lot of great battles going on. And, uh, you know, Christian Lugard, who races for Rahal Lanigan Letterman, gets the win last week in Toronto, a beautiful facility in Canada. And, uh, you know, again, it's hard for me to rip on television broadcasts and such and the networks because we deal, we've got 35 of our own, the ARA Central TV plus a plethora of Amazon Prime and Roku channels and stuff. A lot of unhappy people last weekend with the IndyCar broadcast, me being one of them, frankly, and uh, maybe a, a bit of a firestorm brewing there. But then also, the end of a NHRA well history book writer. And we'll talk about that after this. But I want to remind you, the segment is brought to you by North Star Liquor Superstore. North Star Liquor Superstore. Drive a little, save a lot there in Johnstown. North Star Liquor Superstore on the web. So many great things going on. Hey, it's a, it's a big motor racing weekend. There's a lot t- on TV. We'll talk about that as we get into, into the program. But uh, confection food, cigars, all the stuff that you need. Best prices anywhere. Over 35,000 square feet of all the stuff you want. That's North Star Liquor Superstore in Johnstown. Drive a little, save a lot, and visit them on the web. I'll get to that story after this. drive get the car up the trailer now back to one of the most respected voices in motorsports your host kurt hansen well, welcome back to program 314 it is the drive what we do uh, almost every friday sometimes you just a brother needs a, a friday off well i wasn't really off screwing around last weekend um we have been communicating with clay's pr people and uh it's, you know it's what happens uh drag racing there's a schedule, and then there's the schedule. <laughs> NHRA does a good job keeping things pretty much on track, but, I mean, you can't control, uh, you know, oil downs and things like that. I, I will say this. After they started, you know, handing out some pretty stiff penalties, and it's always worse at the end of the year, especially when you have um, smaller budgeted teams that are, you know, running stuff that might be a little tired and, you know, but it it got it got really out of hand. I want to say about five or six years ago, and they they started really putting their foot down, and it's made a big difference. You, you know, one of the things that that kills any type of racing is long delays. Uh, it's one of the things, and if you're a regular, you know that 
I love dirt track racing, especially when it comes to sprint cars, World Outlaws, all that cool stuff. But you, you got, you know, a couple long red flags in a feature at night. And it just it just it takes all the pop out of your gun. And uh NHRA's done a good job at, at really kind of curtailing that because you know, you get especially when it's hot, like it was last weekend. You're sitting in the stands, it's ninety five degrees outside, you know, directly in the sun. And uh you know, as soon as you get a twenty minute delay while they, you know, iron the racetrack. It uh and I will say, you know, I was joking about it leading up to Mile High. So it doesn't matter what the weather is. Don't know why I like talking about the weather. Maybe I'm a frustrated weatherman. I doubt it. I'll just play one on the radio. And uh you know, especially as what is it spend this year? And I mean, what was it, you know, Monday or Tuesday last week? It was still kind of cool and cloudy, and it rained a little on the weekend, and blah, blah, blah. Media day comes around. It, it was weird. This Media day's been on Thursday for as long as I've been here, 22 years. And this year they moved it to Wednesday. Because it was always on the same day as the Mopar block, big block party on Thursday night. I'd go right from the media luncheon, to the big block party. So it's been ingrained in my brain. Not this year. And, boy, that almost caused me some uh, some real angst. But uh, Sid the Kid came up, did a great job with the cameras. We got um, an interview with, uh, with uh, John Jr. Now, they call him Senior, but he's really Junior because his dad was the one that built Bandimer Speedway, and they had Bandimer Speed Shop in Inglewood, for a long, long time. Senior's not with us anymore. Junior is now, I'll call him senior because they, um, they do. And he's pretty much retired. Now, the kids, uh-oh. I'm going to, let me just move this microphone over here and see if that is, no. That is not uh, Clay's, that's pretty, This how I, look how I did that. It was pretty cool, huh? Took the mic and just walked around the studio. Man, I'm, I'm pretty smart. Anyway, um, and so uh, Tammy and Sporty and the whole guy. Stuff. Sporty is John 3, but they call him Sporty because he's the third. Okay. If that's Danica Patrick again. No, it's not. Maybe it's E.F. Hutton. Because the old saying goes, when E.F. Hutton talks, people listen. Where was I? Anyway, the band has done a great job, blah, 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 blah. And I had a real uh, candid sit-down with, uh, with John Jr., don't call him Sr., about the properties they're looking at, and I'll get into all that. Cause this, this isn't meant to be a Bandemir Speedway, uh, uh, you know, retrospective. But I will tell you, I'll go on this because I get, I, sometimes I get lost. I, I'll tease a story and then I forget it. And people come to me and say, I love your show. I listen all the time, but I really hate it when you say you're going to get to a story and you don't get to it for most of the show. That's why it's called a tease. But I don't do it on, I don't do it on purpose. It's, it's my advanced age. So the Western Swing has been the Western Swing forever. 
I believe 40 years ago, something like that, maybe 78, so 88, 98, 2008, 2018, 1921, 22, 23. That was pretty close, 45 years. I believe there has been a Mile High Nationals. And then it went to Sonoma and then to Seattle, except for this year. Why would you want to do anything the same? And uh, the Western Swing, so many championships have been won and or lost during the Western Swing. Now, when they went to the countdown point system, blah, 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 which it doesn't really affect me. It doesn't really bother me. A lot of the drivers... They all, they all say, yeah, it wouldn't bother me. But that's really not the case. And are you singing again? You know, Sydney's multi, she can not only uh, do video podcasts. The podcast is up on YouTube, Race Central Unplugged, and or at racecentralmedia.com as we speak. Um, but Sydney sings, too, which is, she's really good at it. I mean, Sid, you know, Sid, if you keep doing this stuff, you might have a career in it. It's like I, I keep telling, you know, people, you know, another couple, 10 years, I think I'll be okay on the radio and on TV. Anyway, the Western Swing is done. I mean, I don't know. How do you have a Western? I guess we could have a two-race Western Swing. But what made it fun is it was three races at three incredibly different Facilities now, Vandermeer, of course, being the super weird one because we're at five thousand feet. Uh, Sonoma is basically sea level, so is Seattle. But Seattle, up until a couple of years ago, had some real serious track issues. Like if you didn't get lane choice in Seattle, I believe it was—I'm pretty sure it was the left lane—was like a mogul field. You couldn't get the horsepower down. I mean, you're done. And everybody tried different tricks to try to drive around it, and that didn't work. They finally had to break down. That track almost went away. It was Seattle International Raceway, now specific raceways. They sold it a decade or so ago to some people that cared. But it was very, very run down. And from the road racing standpoint, because I raced there in uh, SCCA Nationals in uh, Atlantics, great track, but terrifying. I mean, there were some parts of the racetrack – you had to completely change your line because the tree roots undergrown the racetrack and created such big bumps. I mean, it wasn't just a bump. Like, the con- the track was broken with a limb sticking out of it. Who thought that was safe? But uh, the swing now, I guess, is going to be... I guess it's going to be the swing. Like a true swing. Swings only go two directions. This one went three directions, per se. So the swing is over. And that's that's drag racing lore. I mean, you can sit down with force or, you know. I mean, any of the guys have been around this for a long time. Clay Milliken being one of them. The Western Swing was, was a very special thing because the drivers loved coming here to the Mile High. They really do. Much like uh, champ car drivers. Loved coming here to Denver for the Denver Grand Prix. It was just it's so different than any place else they stopped. It was really special. Really special. 
So the western swing is bye-bye. Kind of sad. Talking to my good friend Tom Blattler, who now does PR for Tony Stewart. Tom used to come here as a kid. Leah, Leah Pruitt, she used to, she, she's in California, Southern California. She used to come and race here as a, as a junior dragster and basically grew up on the hogback learning how to drive the drag car. You know, it's interesting, too, in the sportsman class, uh, which is super comp is really badass stuff. There's a lot of really attractive, talented women running a super comp here this past weekend, hoping to become the next Leah Pruitt. I mean, how much does Leah influence the sport? A lot. And now with the huge push and all the spotlight being given to women in motorsports, it's awesome. It's great. So maybe there's uh, now Leah's not a Coloradan per se, but this is her favorite track. But maybe uh, the next few years I'll be a Coloradan who's the next Leah Pruitt. I don't know. We certainly hope so. But a pretty damn special weekend all the way around. As I said, uh, Martin Truex Jr. wins it. Well, the track he calls his home track, which is kind of interesting because he's from upstate New York and this is New Hampshire. But uh, hmm. Pocono track. Martin has won at Pocono so many times. I mean, if he could win there. This weekend, it would be his fourth win of the season and probably sixth or seventh win at Pocono in the last decade. So, good for Martin. So, NHRA's in Seattle. The uh, the middle part of the swing, they'll be at Sonoma, my home track, up in wine country next weekend. A lot of good stuff to get to. <clears throat> Hopefully, we'll catch up with Clay Milliken. You're... Winner last weekend, the last ever. Well, it's a Dodge Power Broker. Almost said Mopar. Dodge Power Broker started off as a Mopar. Mile High Nationals, then became Dodge, and now the Dodge Power Broker Nationals wrapped up last weekend. Clay Milliken, your winner in Top Fuel, and Matt Hagen runs the Power Broker team. Tony Stewart racing last weekend. It is Race Central on the radio, brought to you in part by our good friends at Coyote Motorsports, Denver's only star-certified Yamaha dealer, also one of the top CF Moto dealers in the country. They have inventory. Others don't. They also have 0% financing. Going in to see uh, Brian telling me here, us talking about him on the radio. Also, it's good friends at Northstar. Northstar Liquor Superstore on the web. Check them out. So many deals. Cigars, confection food, all the stuff that you like. Drive a little, save a lot, Jonestown. NorthstarLiquorSuperstore.com on the web. I got another story that uh, you won't want to miss after this.
about an oldie but goodie. There's, I'm sure there's people in our car right now that have no idea where this song came from, what year. You know, Sid, this is probably, what, 70s? Mid-70s? Something like that. Man. And it's funny, too, because I have a friend from Winslow, Arizona. Yeah. 72, yeah. I used to live in Lake Tahoe. This was, uh, this was, uh, like, hanging out at uh, uh, the Tahoe Pier, waiting for the little beauties to come by in their daddy's boat, water skiing, seeing it with your ski next to you, and hope you could hitch a little bit of, a little bit of water skiing in the lake. Oh, good times. Man, oh, man. The good old days, right? Yikes. <laughs> Well, we're still working on uh, on, on clay. Uh, hopefully, we'll get it figured out. We have a f- one phone line here that tends to be weird. That's where I always tease about the ghosts here in the studio. So we are changing the phone line. Well, not really. We just got a couple of them. Uh, thanks to uh, Sid the Kid. Uh, I don't, I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a fan of the SRX series, Tony Stewart's gig. But this guy, so he owns the sprint car that Donnie Schatz, who's having a really good season, by the way, and just won the uh, King's Royale for the first time. He's got the Schatz car out in the World Outlaws. Got uh, Leah and Matt in NHRA. Got the Cup team. Got his race series. It's pretty cool. I kind of like the SRX deal um you know it's uh it's it's i mean paul tracy continues to be paul tracy no matter what it is or what he drives but it's kind of fun to watch the production value is pretty good they race it really cool uh small predominantly midwest and east coast tracks and they race at stafford speedway last night for the second time this year because they race her on the 13th of uh, July, and uh, they got rained rained out. And Ryan Newman was trying to hunt down Denny Hamlin and couldn't get done. Had to take a cell for second place because stopped by rain. So they they go back to Stafford last night, and Newman again was was the fast guy, and he passed Daniel Suarez on lap seventy four of the eighty. That main event. It's interesting because superstar racing experience. I I I, I guess Daniel Suarez is a superstar. I I think maybe I don't know. When I think of superstars, I think about you guys uh, that have really left a mark in racing. You know the Andretti's, uh, Ryan Newman for for sure. Walked away from that horrible accident at Daytona a few years ago. Helio Castro Neves, Paul Tracy. I mean, these are the people that, that kind of flash in my mind as superstars. I'm not sure if Daniel Suarez is a superstar, but he does have, he brings a huge following. Obviously, he's, he's from Mexico, and he brings a whole different crowd. I mean, when he races in, at Sonoma, which uh, they already have this year, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, they have a couple weeks ago. I mean, there is like, there is a huge Daniel Suarez turnout 
and and the, the Mexican flag and the serapes and the the uh, the you know, it's pretty cool. I mean, it's actually it's really cool. So I guess from that standpoint, and Tony Tony's no dummy. More eyes, more eyes on the prize. And uh, you know, is what it is. But uh, so. Yeah, Newman won last night. It was kind of fun to watch. And I'm not sure. Um, I'm just I'm trying to read here. Uh, oh, I see what happened. So with all the rain, they were supposed to race at Thunder Road International in um, uh, Bar- Barry, Vermont. Something like that. But catastrophic flooding. Yeah, Vermont got hammered. So, uh, cool stuff. Also, Stafford, uh, Ryan Priest is a regular there. It's really good, the Super Modifieds. Um, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I like I like kind of the theme. They keep it short. It's entertaining. The cars are allegedly all the same. Allegedly. And uh, it's pretty cool stuff. And, of course, Tony won his own series in the inaugural year. So, oh, but it's it's fun. I, I I don't know if you have a, a thought. If you like to chime in at at three zero three eight four four three seven seven six, I'll talk with you. You see if we can do that. Formula One is in Hungary this weekend, and part of the stories going on over there. So, and Charles Leclerc in the in the Ferrari is fastest. After uh, the most recent practice session, free practice two, if you want me to get, you know, dot the I's, cross the T's. So, the story that, and I'm not going to go into all the Daniel Ricardo weird stuff of the last couple of years. It's been weird. You know, the Netflix Drive to Survive series also made him incredibly famous. He's, but he's a phenomenal talent. And it was at Red Bull for a long time, then left, went to Renault. Had a very good run there, made the cars a lot better, but it was a one-year deal. He left, went to McLaren, then that didn't work out, and lost his ride at McLaren. And when you think about a guy that has maybe been one of the top three or four drivers in Formula One over the past decade, losing your ride, getting sacked, as they call it, that's a big wow factor. That, that had to have been brutal on his old ego. And this guy's got a massive ego. He's very funny. Uh, the two funniest men in the paddock, uh, according to uh, Will Buxton, who was on this radio program and TV program back during the uh, deep, dark days of the pandemic. I want to say it was July of 2020, maybe June. Orlando Norris and Daniel Ricardo. They're both hucksters. And they were teammates, so that that was interesting. So Daniel, he had a test drive deal, and then was brought back into Formula One this weekend with AlphaTauri, which there used to be two teams in Formula One. There was the Red Bull team, and like they have their junior team, and it got confusing, so they. Called the junior team now AlphaTauri. So 
there's hot rumors, too, that Sergio Perez, who's Max Verstappen's teammate, is in trouble there. And is this a ploy by Red Bull to bring Max back into the AlphaTauri team so it doesn't cause a conflict over on the other team? But then at the end of the year, they let Sergio Perez go and bring in Daniel Ricciardo. A lot to figure out there. Wow. As I say, it is a silly season. It is Race Central on the radio. It's 41 minutes after the hour. More good stuff to get to. Also, our good friends dent by, dents by hand. I mean, the hail, the hail has been unbelievable. And if you've got hail damage and you want, you want a guy who's his training videos are used by the biggest and the best out there. And all the high-end stores up in the Boulder area use dents by hand. There's a reason. Michael's work is terrific, and he does a lot of the cars that other people won't do just because they're too tough. He's got the big shop up in Boulder. He's got, also got the, the mobile van. He'll come to you. It's densebyhand.com. It's densebyhand.com. You need you got hail damage, you need something fixed, just go to densebyhand.com. That's what I use, all my friends use. Great friend and great partner of this program. It is Ray Central on the radio. Be Video cast is up on YouTube. Just type in Race Central Unplugged. It's all right there for you. It is Race Central on the radio. 42 minutes after the hour, and we'll be back after this. Texas Sun. Texas Sun. Going through your hair well, Come on, go with me Till the sun goes down Texas sun Falling asleep at the wheel again, baby You're drifting over the line well, 46 minutes after the hour as we go up Last call for the first hour of power Hour number two Coming at you in about 15 minutes. Uh, I just had a really interesting phone call uh, by a guy that listens to the show a lot, and he called me in my cell. <laughs> I mean, the first thing I hear is, Daniel Ricardo's not that fast anymore. I'm like, who is this? And he said, it's Rolf. I'm like, oh. And so uh, hopefully he's going to call the program because he's got some really, really, this is a really smart guy. Drove the transporter for Tom Lloyd Racing for a long time. Really knows racing. And... Uh, it was, I was like, Daniel Ricardo's not that fast anymore. I said, who's this? It's Rolf. Rolf, call the, call the show. <laughs> so hopefully he'll be uh, calling right back in at, uh, uh-oh, that's probably him right now because we don't have the number. Uh, hang on, we're going to we're we're do creative radio right here, right here, right, right here, right now. Rolf. You're, you're trying to no. You got to call three zero three two two zero eight nine four two eight nine four two. 
Tell us. I've been, I've been bragging about you. <laughs> that in my 25 years of doing this is the first time that's ever happened. That's pretty funny. You know, that's what, I, I, I love doing TV, but that live radio is fun. So he should be calling any, any minute. He's got some really solid points because, uh, you know, as you've seen, you know, it's all, it's all about the money. And with the huge success of the Chicago street race for NASCAR, Formula One street race is here. Um, what happened? What? Oh, uh-oh. Sydney and I are, this is, this is, this is all first right now here on, uh, on race central radio. Uh, disgraced central radio. <laughs> um, yeah. And, uh, and we are going to have Clay Miller. Can I just talk to his people? It, it, there's something in the air today. Like I've been at stop signs and in, 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 now with the way it is, well, not signs, but lights. When the light turns green, I I, I wait about a two, a two, a two, you know, one, two, because everybody's running red lights. It's like does anybody stop anymore? And I, I, you know, if I hadn't done that, you know, ten times a day, I probably wouldn't be here. Something in the air. Maybe it's, I don't know, maybe some cooler temperatures. Um. Yeah, I don't. What the hell do I know? But uh, anyway, let's just go ahead and reset for a second. Okay, thank you, Sydney. Oh, God. Sometimes it's just one of those days. <laughs> uh, you know, I love the Trans Am Series, and they uh, are starting their Western Championship swing. In Portland this weekend, and was trying to get some uh, get some folks dialed up. Oh, it was you know it was a weird week, and I have to say after the heat last weekend, up there four days, I was walking up the the staging lanes, or if you're on a first name basis, the lanes, just a slight incline up to Antron's uh, hospitality. It's about noon. I'm like, you know what? I'm toast. I am absolutely toast. So this is when I get to the point about my being pissed off at the IndyCar series. So I decide, you know what? I'm going to get out of the heat. It's just too hot. So I go over to my my normal station, the Denver West Marriott. Stayed there many times. Made many great friends there. If that's Rolf, have him call back uh, second hour. It's called programming over air. So it's a big type. No, no, but... Things are so screwy today, I don't care. Um, so I get there. Here's here's the workforce of America. Second hour, are you going to take him right now? Rolf, what the hell are you doing? I just wanted to say, nice talking to you, Kurt. Yeah, absolutely. You, But I love it. Daniel Ricardo's not that fast anymore. He may not be, but we're going we're gonna to find out, huh? I don't think so. I think there was a wrong move by Albert Tura. Unless he's paying them really cheap, I I don't think it would have been good in an IndyCar. But uh, I mean, is he a good driver? Of course, to be in Formula One. But I don't think he's top eight. Do you? Well, he he has been for a long. I mean, he's been top five. But um, you know, it's the skills don't diminish that fast, though. I mean, he didn't forget how to drive in two years. But you know, we we will we'll find out. 
But he did go. Yeah, well, he went to Renault when they were in a, you know, Daniel's coming here to help us fix the program, and he fixed it a lot. But that was a bad deal. He should have never done that deal. Um, but then, you know, it's just, he, he's gone to teams and paid them big money, but he's been going there while they're still in development of making their teams better, which is not good for Daniel Ricciardo. Um, but I loved your point. You know, this is the point I want to make. You, you made a great um, one. Sergio Perez to IndyCar, and then they go to Mexico City with the following he's got there. Oh, my God. Yeah, I think that would be the move. If he gets bumped at the end of the year, somebody, I don't know who has got the money, bring him over. That guy, that Carlos Slim from Mexico City. Yes. Get back him. Yeah, that's Daniel Suarez. Horses, boy, could they get the Hispanic crowd. So he's one of their national heroes out of Mexico. Yeah, no, that's, uh, you know, and that's an interesting point. Carlos Slim is Daniel Suarez's guy. And yeah. I, don't, I don't think it would take a lot of arm twisting to get Carlos to uh, help make that happen. But um, I don't think Sergio Perez is of the mindset to go to IndyCars. I just, I don't think, I think he still sees himself as a top flight world championship contender, not with Max Verstappen around. And, um, you know, I mean, he's been a little, a little strange lately, but I mean, look at Roman Grosjean. Now all of a sudden the real Roman Grosjean is showing up. He's crashed out of like four of the last eight races yeah. or something. And that's what he Absolutely. did. in Formula. Yeah. So, I mean, I think Roman's going to be out of a ride at the end of the season. He's going to get sacked by Andretti. Um, I think he, I think he, you're right. He started out with a bang, couldn't win the race. So he qualified a couple first. But all of a sudden now, he's crashing out. He's trying too hard. I I don't know. You know IndyCar. You know Formula One. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I think the real Roman Grosjean is now now coming to full. But I think you're right. Um, You know, it. uh, He's trying too hard. The Andretti cars. uh, I mean, they're they're good, but they're not great. Um, The team to beat is is Ganassi. Evidenced by their first yeah. and second, first, second, and fourth in championship, but I think Marcus Erickson is gone. I think he goes to Andretti. I'm not sure that's a great move, but because I tell Andretti's still, they're still, still trying to get their act together. They've had, you know, flashes of brilliance. Uh, Kyle Kirkwood, obviously in Long Beach, flag to flag. Um, yeah, I saw. I, yeah. I got to ask you, Kirk. Yeah. Um, in IndyCar, two rising stars, Ludwig. The, the Danish driver who won, and Malikus is, is that I'm not sure. How you yeah, D- David name. David Malukas, big time star. Malukas. yeah, on the rise, wicked fast. Those two guys, yeah, big balls. Um, yeah, and uh, uh, Lugard last weekend that kind of won just going away for Ray Hall. That guy's a super talent. I think uh, Santino Ferrucci. I mean, Santino Ferrucci is a big time star, and you know he makes. Everywhere he goes, he makes a team better, but the team doesn't really make him better. But I think um, AJ figured at uh, Indy this year they had to, you know, throw out all the stops and you know, Katie unbar the doors because they really did have the car to win. Uh, I thought, but that race got weird at the end. It uh, it still kind of boggles my mind how that happened. I understand all of it, but it's still there were a lot of firsts created by the way that end race the race ended, and. Uh, if Santino had a little more car, I think he could have could have given those guys Newgarden and uh, uh, Erickson a real run for their money. But um, 
you know, AJ just doesn't have the budget that those guys do. But there's about yeah. 10 seats in IndyCar that are going to change. The craziest, silly season ever, Rolf. Uh, you'll see probably 10 drivers move. Could someone come from Formula 1? I don't know. I don't think Who so. Who do you think? Cause they mentioned that uh, at the last race when they're killing time. Uh, these guys were talking. And they said, well, there's, they're talking about the moving seats just like you are. And they were saying, well, there's some guys from Formula 1 who may come up. Uh, maybe, but you know, um, there's still a lot of drivers that are that are paying for their seat, and ironically, Marcus Erickson is still kind of one of them in a, per se, um, and that's that's a hard deal because if you have a big sponsor in Formula One, and now all of a sudden you're going to go to IndyCar, you know, a lot of the money that's in Formula One too, from a sponsorship standpoint, is really you know the good old boys club, and mine's bigger than yours, and I, I don't know if they see IndyCar as you know um on par with with formula one it's just it's not oh, I, no. I, I love indycar racing but formula one but uh, formula one is formula I, one. I just it's big right now isn't it it's really huge well now they're making uh, brad pitt they're making a movie about formula one with brad pitt driving a formula one car there's uh yeah. you know there's the the indycar tv show that they did 100 days of indy that was very well received and they're working i mean it's all about tv it's, you know, yeah. I love doing radio, but, it, you know, my TV show is, is consumed around the world. Our deal we just did with Gannett and USA Today is going very well. Television's television, man. But, uh, hey, Rolf, Sydney's telling me I got to go. But, hey, you, okay. you call the show anytime, bro. You have When you hit me with that Sergio Perez, I went, whoa. And I actually have a really good friend, Tony Calderon, who was the executive producer on the movie. Have you ever seen Gentleman Driver? About uh, world, about WEC racing, go find it. No, I have Gentleman Driver. It was on Netflix and did really well for a long time. But uh, hunt it down. It's called Gentleman Driver. Phenomenal movie and talks so much about the money. And um, uh, Tony Calderon's partner in that thing uh, is a very very wealthy Mexican driver who won the World Endurance Championship race in Mexico City a few years ago. It's really good. You need to you need to go find that. But uh, just call call the show anytime, dude. You're strong and you bring it and you bring good points and you're knowledgeable. And I just got a I got a text from Tom Gloy yesterday, ironically. <laughs> oh, oh. So, yeah, well, he, I appreciate that, Kurt. Thank you. All righty, Rolf. Uh, you have a great weekend. Be safe. It is Race Central Radio. Our number one is in the books. Our number two coming up. Hey, if you're uh if you can bring it and and you know talk really smart about motorsports. Uh, call us the second hour. Love to talk with you. Hopefully we'll have um, tentatively uh, Clay Milliken, your Mile High Nationals top fuel winner at 4 p.m. our time, uh, which is uh, pretty much right now. So hopefully that'll happen. Uh, Sid says I got to shut up and go. It's Race Central Radio. North Star Liquor Superstore. North Star Liquor Superstore in Johnstown. Drive a little. I promise you. Save a ton. Uh, go to the website. See all the great offers they have. And uh, it's North Star Liquor Superstore. That's where I get my stuff. That's where you should get your stuff, too. It is Ray Central. Hour number one of the books. Hour number two after this. 